hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I seek to inspire, encourage, and uplift you. If it's your first time, thank you for choosing this podcast. And you, and if you've been here from season one, thank you for being on this journey with me. Remember, you can catch up on previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Well, I'm your host, Modoni, and today's conversation is with the founder of Media Jasmine, a full-service social media management and coaching agency. She focuses on helping entrepreneurs and small businesses to turn followers into dollars through psychology-based selling strategies. She has a master's in social work and has been in the digital marketing industry for over four years. She enjoys reading, traveling, and spending time with her family at the beach. Welcome onto the show, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. So before we dive into the word that you chose for this conversation, what three adjectives would you choose to describe yourself? That is a great question. I would choose um, empathetic, passionate, and serious. So why, why would you call yourself serious? I think, I think the word, uh, okay, so I can change that. Maybe more uh, determined. Okay. Um, so I'm very focused on tasks at hand. Um, so sometimes that presents itself to be, you know, appeared as though I'm serious because I'm very focused on what I'm doing. Um, so that might be a little bit more, you know, of a better explanation. That's understandable. You know, people are, people take the time to label things that they don't understand or things that are different from them. So people who are labeled as serious, they must be doing something right because yeah. they have to be labeled serious. So, yes, absolutely. yeah. So what made you choose to be an entrepreneur and play in the space of digital marketing? Yes, that's a great question. So I actually, as a child, wanted nothing to do with entrepreneurship. So my dad was an entrepreneur for as long as I can remember, probably before I was born, I'm sure. And he struggled a lot. Um, I saw him struggle a lot as an entrepreneur. And the things that he used to tell me as a young child were just not very pleasant. So I always grew up saying, oh, I want nothing to do with owning a business. I just wanted to go to, to college and get a good job. And I really had no intentions of becoming an entrepreneur. And um, the opportunity really landed in my lap um, about eight or nine years ago when I met my to husband today, we were dating at the time and we decided to start a business together in an industry that we had no experience in and had a lot of challenges and a lot of failures and learning experiences where today I'm, I never regret anything that I do. So, um, that's sort of how it, it, it started. So what would you say you've learned over the years um, being an entrepreneur and working with other entrepreneurs? So I would say one of the things that I focus the most on is um, taking the opportunity to really, um, everything that happens, seeing it as a learning opportunity. 
right? So when perceived or quote unquote failures or challenges come up, I try to remind myself that everything is happening the way that it's supposed to. So another thing is following your passion. So as I mentioned, the first business that my husband and I started was in an industry that we knew nothing about really. And we, neither of us were passionate about it. So after two years of, of having the business, we won business awards. Um, on paper, everything looked very successful, but we were miserable. We, we didn't like what we were doing. And we decided to close the business because we dreaded it every single day. So one thing that I always encourage entrepreneurs or other business owners who I work with to follow their passion because of the digital world that we live in, everyone can be successful. Everyone can make uh, a quality living by really just following their passion and turning that into a digital, you know, um, business. Those are good points that you've raised, but probably there is someone out there who has, you know, their business has these social media pages, but they're not really being able to convert their social media following into dollars or into money. What can they do to ensure that they're able to turn their following into money? Yes, that's a great question. I think consistency in anything we do in our business is very important. Um, for example, I'm sure you have a schedule of your podcast episodes, right? So having the consistency of the number of episodes you will put out each week, each month. And even when we're either starting our business or continuing on that social media path for our business, it's knowing that you sometimes have to put in that work in the beginning and not see that return, but know that it will come down the road. So consistency is very important on social media and people usually ask for a follow-up question. Well, what does consistency mean? And I always say consistency is whatever works for you. So there are some people out there who say you have to post every single day or you have to post multiple times a day on your social media platforms. And I say, if that feels really overwhelming for you and you can commit to three times a week, that's better for consistency than trying to do what, you know, what just seems impossible for you. So figuring out what works best for you. Yes, I truly like that. Consistency being whatever works for you. Because the way the algorithm is set, the way the social media platforms keep on changing, we can get so overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, I'm not posting as much as X, Y, or Z. I need to be doing X, Y, or Z. And then we just get into this spiral of, you know, of confusion and even worry and doubt. So Mm -hmm. it's good to know that consistency is based on what works for you. So when you work with entrepreneurs, What's the one thing that you tell them in focusing in building their consistency and in building their digital footprint? So following a schedule, as I mentioned before, for example, with the podcast, is the same for your social media. So I usually recommend if you can sit down once a week 
maybe give yourself about an hour or so and sit down and decide, what am I going to talk about on social media this week? Is it going to be maybe a sale that I'm having, or I'm trying to, you know, sell this specific product, or I want one more client to book this week, whatever it is that you want to happen in your business, and then figure out how can I uh, relay that onto my social media so then I can then know what I'm going to talk about this week. That makes it a little bit easier so that you're not, you know, trying to do it in the moment. And I find that if I try to post or do things on the fly in the moment, sometimes they're just not as uh, well done versus if I sit down and I focus and I'm uh, determined in that one hour that I'm going to schedule my content for the week or prepare myself for what I will be talking about, then it just flows a little bit more naturally. So that's usually a suggestion that I give um, to build that consistency. And I would also say every day, at least setting aside 10 minutes, 15 minutes so that you can go into your social media accounts. You can, you know, respond to messages. You can, you know, look at other people's content, maybe leave some comments for some other people who you're following and just give yourself a little bit of, of time each day that you can block off and be intentional with that time, you know, spent on social media. So Mm -hmm. before this conversation, you chose the word expansion. Why Mm -hmm. expansion? So I actually choose a word every year. And for 2021, the word that I chose was expansion. And I'll give you a little bit of a background. So in 2020, the word that I chose was growth. And so in 2019, the word was yes. So every year I sort of build upon the word that I had, that I chose for the previous year and really sit and feel what would I like to happen this year? So then when I'm being intentional and when I'm focusing and when I'm talking to people like you, I can focus on that word expansion. And expansion for me is a mixture of both in business and in my personal life, in my spiritual life, in my emotional life, just really being open to allowing things to happen, allowing myself, my mind, um, my journey to expand and not questioning where is this going? Why is this happening? But just really allowing things to happen. I like that. Being open and allowing Mm -hmm. things to happen. So being the fact that we're in a pandemic, What have you learned about yourself or what have you been open to during this pandemic? Great question. So when the pandemic first started, I sat down and I said to myself, what can I do that would be of value and of service to people with the skills and the knowledge that I have? And so I decided to do free webinars um, it was right, right when the pandemic started here in the U.S. and um, we were on lockdown at the time. And I said, if I have to s- stay home and I love social media and I love sharing about social media, I might as well give 
to those who need some help during this time, especially business owners who have not spent some time growing their business on social media. So I did that for a few weeks and then I realized that I needed to pivot and change a little bit in my own business and go a little bit more virtual and digital. I had already been coaching clients one-on-one virtually on Zoom. Um, So that was already part of my business. But I, I knew that I needed to meet people where they were at, especially because people were craving and really wanting to learn more about how to grow their businesses online. And so I really just started to create programs that I thought would be beneficial to entrepreneurs and to business owners and and really just teach them how they can have a traditional business or an online business and still continue to grow their social media or grow their business through digital avenues while waiting to see, you know, what would happen. So that's a big uh, pivot and change that I, that I did over, over the last several months, over the last year. And I think that it worked very well. Um, so going back to the word of 2020, it was growth. And so I just focused on how could I help entrepreneurs and small businesses to grow their businesses while doing what I love. Awesome. I love that. Intentionality is just the theme in all that you do. So mm-hmm. with the whole hullabaloo of algorithms and which social media platform works best, which one doesn't, what would you mm-hmm. say are the platforms that entrepreneurs should focus on or um, what are the trends that you foresee in the future in this digital space? Mm-hmm. Great question. My question in response, usually if someone asks me that question is, where is your target audience? So because there are so many social media platforms, it can become very overwhelming to try to be on all of them. I mean, the top ones that most people know, you know, there's maybe about eight to 10 of them, but there are social media platforms all over the world that, you know, may be popular in your region. So I always say, if you can master two or three platforms where your, your target audience spends the majority of their time, that's ideal because you're, you are uh, meeting them where they're at. You know that they spend their time there and then you don't get overwhelmed trying to be everywhere. One suggestion I do give is make sure that you register your business you know, create an account, create a username on all the social media platforms that, you know, the most popular ones. And when a new one comes out, always try to, you know, register or get your account there as well. Because you want to make sure that, let's say in five years, your target audience has shifted to this other platform. You want to make sure that you already have your name. You're at least already on there. You may not be posting or consistently using it, but you are, you're already there. Your brand name is there. Um, so that's one suggestion that I have for, uh, for the social media platforms. And, you know, there's always going to be, new platforms that come out. Again, I just really think the focus is where's your target audience and 
being open to exploring new social media platforms when they do come out. Fantastic. So to switch gears a little bit in this conversation, what is one time that you can recall that you lost hope? Oh, that's a great question. I would say uh, that first business that I mentioned that my husband and I started, we had a tremendous amount of debt that we took on for that business. And I was committed to paying that, that money back, but it was very, very difficult. Um, it was very challenging. And it took us probably about four or five years, four years maybe, to actually pay off that debt after the business had closed. I was so committed to paying it off that I paid it with my personal money. It wasn't even the business that paid it back. And, um, but while we were in it, while we were in the middle and the midst of that debt and those challenges, um, I would say that that was definitely a time where I could not see beyond where we were. And it was very easy to lose hope and believe that what I was seeing in front of us would not be our reality forever. Now, looking back, of course, I've learned and grown from that situation, but that was definitely a very difficult time for us. I hear you. There are moments where you are caught off guard and you're like, will I ever see beyond this point? So Mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in the next five years personally and business-wise? That's also a great question. Um, You know, I I don't know if I have an answer for that. Years ago, I, I probably would have had that written down and said in five years or in 10 years, this is where I want to be because, because I, I did that many years ago. But now I really just focus on the day-to-day and, as I mentioned before, just being open to whatever is happening and accepting it and knowing that it's happening for a reason. And so I don't know. I don't know where I see myself in five to 10 years. Um, I I see myself expanding. I love that. I love that. You see yourself expanding. That's very powerful. And it also gives you a sense of, you know, intentionality. I think that's the word that I can really pick up on in this conversation is intentionality, that when you focus on expansion, everything that you do will continue expanding. So Mm -hmm. to your younger self, what would you tell her? Oh, I would tell her to just trust the process, follow your passion. Don't worry about what other people think. Um, Travel before you have children. That would be a a suggestion I would give. Uh, And how many children do you have? I have one. She's uh, two and a half years old right now. Awesome. If you had 30 seconds and you could only tell someone one sentence that would encourage them or, you know, uplift them, what would that one sentence be? I would say find what you love in your life, what you love to do, what you would do without getting paid to do it, and then do that. So focus on following that passion. Dear listeners, I hope you're taking note. Find what you love and pursue that passion. 
And in closing, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as an inspiration. I hope that this conversation has inspired you um, to really just take the next step forward. Fantastic. So I wish you all the best, Jasmine. And to the listener, what word will you choose for yourself this year and the coming years? For Jasmine, it's expansion. And you can hear from our conversation the intentionality that she has in all that she does and in all that she focuses on. So until next time, take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm.